Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. So enjoy, have a great time, and on with the show. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. It's the Sydney Crosby episode 87. Yeah, 8787. Of the Jay and Dan podcast. Welcome. I'd like to begin with a moment of silence. The O'Toole uh, Frog, I was just informed by Sydney O'Toole, the O'Toole Frog, Ruckus, has died. Didn't know there was an O'Toole Frog. He's dead. How long has he been with us? Been with our family? Two months. That's so long, my time here is up. Well, the frog had a good life. Not really, he was in the small <laughs> You get a frog at a pet store? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'll kill your dog. We used to catch frogs. Hey, in, I, uh, I, Sydney called. I said, Sid, are you okay? She's like, yeah. yeah probably all right. <laughs> Just a frog. Had a good life. Now, But now, could you uh, cut it up and have uh, frog's legs? That'd be, be very <laughs> tough because the, the leg would be like this very small. Size T- of it, like a pinky nail. Tastes like chicken. They, you don't see frog legs on menus anymore. I think you see them. They're not. Maybe they're not trendy. Why not, eh? They're not. They're not at all the places you're at, Toolsy. All the trendy hot spots on the west side. Um, Trends. If you're, if you're watching the video portion, what happened to the waters? They all seem to be a bit limp. Limp, yeah. Yeah, they uh, like. My Sorry, pe- our waters like my aren't pee-pee. perfect. Yeah. yeah. Limp water. <laughs> really like yeah, limp water. Um, here hey, the by the way. Uh, hey, by the way. Um, Dan, huge week for you. Before we get into that, though. We should mention who's coming on, because yeah. it's big. It's George, not only as a guest, but there's going to be uh, something going we on. We have so much happening here. George Peros, wow. um, NHL tough guy, Princeton grad, played for the Ducks, played for so many teams, uh, and a, just a terrific person, is on the podcast today in studio and is getting his mustache shaved off. By our friend Derek, who who cuts our hair, does our hair, does everybody's hair here at Fox. He's going to shave George's mustache. Derek cuts everyone's hair in the building. Everyone. Kind of. He does. does he? <laughs> I, yeah, I always wander down. Sometimes I'm like, uh, no, uh, wandering in off the street. No, I wish he cut my hair. Not only yeah, that. Yeah, you need that. Not only that, he cuts exec's hair. He's yeah. like, I just cut some exec's hair. I don't know who it was. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he could fire us all. And then he says... And then sometimes I'll see him, and like guys will come in on their off days, and he'll cut their hair because they're heading out at night. Yeah, they're going to the club. They they're need, heading out to the club. They need a tight fade. So Derek will take care of them there. So Derek's going to hey, come in. Who's that good-looking guy? And he's going to shave George's mustache for Movember, and we're going to grow the mustaches for Movember, and we have a little uh, little contest Ooh, going on. Can't wait. This will be a lot of fun. Oh, very quickly before we get into Dan's incredible week, uh, Michael Sarah. From Brampton, Ontario, Canada, home of producer Tim, home of my uh, my lovely wife, Brampton, Ontario's Michael Sarah is on the Canadian Wall of Fame this week. Uh, he was in Super Bad. He was in Arrested Development. He was uh, George Michael Bluth in Arrested Development. And Dan, I understand he has been cast in the Batman Lego Movie as Robin to Will Arnett's Batman, which is cool. Batman Lego Movie, so it's. So you know how Will, Will yep. Arnett was Batman? They're doing a Batman Lego movie, and Will Arnett is Batman, and Sarah's going to be Robin. Get wow. on that Lego train. That's fun, right? I like that. 
Hey, very quickly, my book went on sale this week. Number two. It's flying off the shelves. Thank you for picking it up. I was in uh, Toronto on Monday doing a whole day of press for it. You couldn't believe SportsCenter gave me three full minutes of an interview. I was amazed and thrilled. I sat and watched it because I was in Canada at the same time. Jay and I both went back to Canada for different reasons, yet we were on the same flight to and the same flight back. It was great. Yeah. We were both uh, just, just kicking back and loving it. Those early morning flights to Canada. Jet lag. This is my first time here. Okay, let's get into uh, what happened this week. All right, let's do it. Oh, okay, before we do that. Can we show this social, you, since you got it up here? That one, yeah. We have them both. I, oh, yeah. Here's your appearance on the so social. So this is me on the social, Dan. Here we go. Let's uh, describe what the social is for so people. So for people from the States, stop it, stop it, stop it. So for people on the States, uh, it's our version of The View with younger, younger hosts. I mean, anyone's younger than Barbara Walters. Yep. But, <laughs> Crowd's very pumped. Our next guest is a beloved who delighted fans with his unique brand of sports highlights and humor on TSN. And in 2013, he and his on-air partner, Dan O'Toole, well, they took their talents south, heading to Fox Sports in L.A. Now, he writes about that move and a whole lot more in his latest book. It is called Number Two, More Short Tales from a Very Tall Man. Please welcome back Jay Onright. Oh, I thought you'd walk in. You're already sitting there. Yeah, just waiting. Here for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. Now we didn't scare you away after your first appearance here on the social, so that's no, a good thing. No. Uh, but to welcome you back, we wanted to give you all of the Canadian treats that you may be missing in LA. Big so time. we want you to encourage having some good old Canadian beer, yep. ketchup chips, dill pickle chips, coffee crisps, smarties, your favorite burger. And your mom is gonna pocket these. I took all the coffee crisps. Uh, do we know what kind of? You, you get to drink a pint? Yeah. You get... Was yeah. it cold? It was, yeah, it was Mill Street uh, Organic. It's smaller, it's just good. <laughs> How about that? It's real, too. Oh, it's sweet. Made from the tears of baby beavers. <laughs> it's an afternoon joke right there. Okay, well, I keep stopping. That's fine. That's that's probably enough. Now, we got to see a second more. See what happens here. Okay. Okay, there we go. Okay. As you can see on the cover, that's really me. And I actually did have that mullet and all that hair. <laughs> Very nice. I wish I wish I had it back. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Those pants are pretty must. amazing. Right? Well. And the pretty... kangaroo shoes. And, <laughs> yeah, it's all real. No, it's just it's stories about growing up on the Canadian prairies. And, the prairies. Um, and then a little mix of my time in L.A. And we, we got to go to Sochi for the Olympics, and it was terrifying uh, in so many ways. It was like a, a bad all-inclusive, <laughs> but with sports. <laughs> uh, That's pretty much what it was like. Eh? Was wonderful yeah. Russian people. And then I also talk about, I actually talk about my last appearance here on the social. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. I, I yeah. hear that, that yeah. you did. And you dished a little bit maybe about these two girls. Did you crush out a little bit on these two girls? Well, I mean, first of all, Lainey, I've had a crush on Lainey ever since I <laughs> Whoa, she's uncomfortable. Yeah. I made her. I made her uncomfortable. Because Lainey and I worked together at the Vancouver Olympics, mm-hmm. and uh, you know she's here right now. Right? I know, I know. I'm just. I don't want. Like, I'm like. like say, I can't even look at her because I'm like. I get and all... you know what? And she can't even talk. No, now she... that's yeah. something. But like, what a fox! Look at the legs. Yeah. What? Show the legs. And then, and then Grello over here. And I used to go to Little Nicky's Coffee and Donuts all the time and hang out. And we used to For have coffee. For coffee times, yeah. yeah. We'd, we'd, you know, talk about our careers and how yours. 
Okay. Patrick came in and just stopped the video. So you spent the on. entire <laughs> visit on the social. And mine was sitting <laughs> okay, we hitting on the women. Yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> and then I, I was on Canada Am with Bev Thompson. Uh, spent the whole time hitting on Bev. And then uh, I was on Off the Record with Michael Landsberg, spent the whole time hitting on Michael. <laughs> and you then know? you're on SportsCenter with Corey Warren, and there was uh, some chemistry there as well, sexual. I will say this. Uh, there always has been. I will say this. Uh, Michael said something nice. <laughs> I know. It was... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's so funny. You found that strange? Well, no, because he, he showed my last appearance on Off the Record. And then he br- came back. I thought he was going to say something about me. And he said, uh, you've lost weight, <laughs> which was nice to hear. My erections have returned. Now, your week, Dan, was yeah. far surpassed that because. No, I wasn't selling any books. I was just trying to stay employed. Um, so game one of the World Series, everyone knows by now, Fox lost the power. And uh, they came to us in studio. Even though the game was on Fox, they came to us in studio on FS1 because all they had was a, a board up that said, hey, technical difficulties, you're screwed. Yeah. So we'll describe it here. We were on set. I was on set with Dontrell Willis and Eric Karros taping a segment on Lenny Dykstra. Lenny Dykstra was on Colin Coward's show. Colin's been a guest on our show explaining how he paid some private eyes half a million dollars to, to spy on it. umpires, which Dan and I feel is a complete... He's a convicted felon, we should point out. So we were on set taping this segment, and we had the the behind-the-scenes footage of everything that happened, so let's see what happened. We'll lead you through it. Though, like, I cringe every time my daughter, like, my so this is Don Trell and I. We're just so sitting there talking on set. There, but my daughter can do it around the, the Marvel Jason, Club. But it's it's a trap. He's man. going to get an oh, eat it. Yeah, it's a trap. Karos doesn't even have his jacket here. Okay, here comes someone to give Karos his jacket. So we're just standing on set, ready to tape this. We're like, okay, we're uh, five minutes before, we're in a different room. We're taping something else. Yeah. We are four hours away from our show, so we're like, everyone's relaxed. We're, we're about to tape a pre-tape, so there's no pressure. You can screw up. You can start all over again. Dude, Cody Ross got on it two weeks ago, almost whipped himself into the pool. Contrell is ha- telling stories like he always does. Eric, Eric Karros is like, let's get this thing done. I want to go watch the baseball game. All right. I'm wandering around. Okay. Coronado? How, how long of a preamble is this? Three minutes, like you asked for. Well, I didn't. Well, <laughs> you said get the three minutes before you go there or something. Well, hang on, we can skip ahead. Okay, can we skip ahead? <laughs> oh, my God. But I get Are uh, with us here. Oh, oh here we go. Because it's always full of tourists. Like, so we're talking about Coronado in San Diego. Me and my wife, she can't. I don't know why she thinks I'm hot. So this is when chaos begins, I believe. Oh, enjoying that. So Don Trevor, we're just sitting here chatting. We have no idea what's going on. What? Oh, this is what we're told. The feed went down. The Fox feed has gone down. Uh, you are uh, with us here on okay, so uh, Fox. We have okay. lost. Uh, uh, that so happened so fast. We were having a conversation about San Diego. And in five seconds, they said, Fox is coming to us live. And this, here we go. So this is. We lost uh, our picture. (laughs) Okay, to pause. So Evan says, you're bumbling all over your words. In my ear, they said, okay, go. So I said, okay, looks like we've lost our picture. And then in my ear, I'm told, stop. I'm like, okay, so I stopped. And then they said, 
Go. Uh, we were having some technical difficulties at Eric Karros and Dontrell Willis here. Uh, as soon as those, uh, those issues are resolved, we'll get you back to Kansas City uh, as it stands right now. I don't think it's a weather problem because it wasn't raining at the time of this. We lost power to the truck, we're being told. Uh, but as soon as we regain power, uh, we will get it back to uh, Kansas City. Uh, what have you seen out of a Matt Harvey so far, Dontrell? And then the Today Show the next day. Yeah, then we made it on Good morning. Team. Please stand by. Technical problems, not game one of the World Series off the air. We have lost uh, we have lost uh, <laughs> our picture. <The> broadcast <laughs> interrupted not once but twice for minutes at a time, delaying a dramatic game that ended in the wee hours of the morning. Here comes Escobar. The Royals win game one. Start with our top story. Plenty of drama during the opening game of the World Series between the Kansas City Royals. Okay, so it made it on there, and then it also made it on uh, the Jimmy Fallon's. Both oh, on the field and in homes all across the country. Natalie's it. here with more on that. You said it, Matt. It was a long night filled with drama, as you said, but not just because of the game. Millions of fans this were watching the, lead the Royals story. take on the Mets last night. <laughs> on NBC, on the Today the Show. of the Fall Classic to a halt. We have lost, uh, <laughs> we lost uh, yeah, our nice. picture. <laughs> so again, hi. Can we pause? <laughs> Do we have the side by side? Hi. There it is. So can we hear that again? Dan's high. We have. I am so happy that we saw that. Five seconds. We went our from picture. A... And then they said stop. Hi. Uh, okay, we go. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> So from five seconds of talking about San Diego, we were on air on Fox. So that's that's what happened. You handled it very, very well. Well, I hope people understand what kind of situation we we're put in. And then some people were like, eh, you still have a job today? And I wanted to respond with, why wouldn't I have a job? Uh, because you ruined everything. Okay, so can we play the Jimmy's Fallons? And then uh, we'll bring uh, George in here. 645. Yeah. So... This is actually Jimmy Fallon. Show wrapped pretty, so then, so then, so after, so the Today Show is the morning after, obviously, and then the evening after you get this. Fox Fox Sports lost its feed due to a power outage or something, and the, it was weird. Uh, and they went back to the studio while they tried to figure things out, but I don't think the broadcasters were ready for this. Take a look at that. Yeah, we weren't. Hi, uh, we were having some technical difficulties. Uh, Eric Carroll and Dontrell Willis here. Uh, as soon as those uh, those issues are resolved, we'll get Hi. you back to Kansas City. Once we regain power uh, to our truck, we will be going back there. Are we heading back there now? Hi. I hear our uh, our music. Does that mean we're going back to Kansas City? So when I hear the music here. No, no one is in my ear. So I'm saying, are we going back to Kansas City? No one is responding because they were talking to they you. They were talking to me. This is the problem. I should have just yelled at you across <laughs> the studio. They were talking to me, and I'm like, I assume they were talking to both of us. They I heard had, the music. As they say, they had the, both keys open, as we say in the, in the TV biz, I thought. But, they, but Royce, our producer, was only talking to me, thinking he was talking to you. We were watching because, at home. I was like, nobody's talking to Dan right now. Yeah. I thought you looked mad. No. <laughs> I don't think you look mad. No. I don't think you look mad. Okay. I think you know him, so you think you look mad. But I don't. I don't think you look mad here. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> Can someone take me to Kansas City or wherever? <laughs> These guys aren't moving at all or saying anything. Did the world stop? Or except for me? Okay, so pause it. <laughs> so Jimmy Fallon's knows what's up. He yeah. he was, if anything, labeling the criticism on Don Trell and Eric. <laughs> 
Even though it's not their fault, they're just waiting, waiting no. to be prompted. All, all in all, I thought you handled it really well. All in all, hey, I got, I got uh, inundated with uh, emails and messages from people that finally got to see, uh, see us in Canada. So um, that was Hi. good. And you uh, did some radio interviews the next day. Yeah, I was on with Brian Hayes on TSM. On with uh, Jamie Nye and uh, Regina. Regina. Yeah, yeah. Dan O'Toole here. So, Apparently, uh, my book sold out in Regina already. Wow. Let's bring it back to my book. And on with Jeremy Taggart. Yeah, how was that? Little interview with Tags. Oh, we had a blast. I think Taggart's going to be on the podcast a little bit later, by the so way. So there, we got to tell our side of the story. So you saw that we had a five-second warning going from talking about Lenny Dykstra to being on Fox. I thought, again, you guys handled yourself terrifically well. Uh, very proud of what you did there. Uh, and I think and you, you got really... to make it on the Fallons. And you made it on the Jimmy Fallon's show. You always wanted to make it on the Fallon's. <laughs> and now you did. And it was him praising your performance. I thought when I heard it was on. You were terrified. But- I was sitting next to you, and, and all of a sudden we started to get tweets from people. You were just on the Tonight Show, and the look on your face is priceless. Like, oh. But here again. So people said, you're on the Fallon show. How does that feel? He carved you. Yeah. He carved you he, di- he didn't. He, 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 no. He, he carved the other guys that were with you. <laughs> But he didn't carve you at all. All he said was it didn't seem like you, you, you knew you were about to come up. Well, you didn't. Really. And you got laughs. Can someone take me to Kansas City or wherever? <laughs> These guys aren't moving at all or saying anything. <laughs> Did the world stop? Or, except for me? Is that what happened? Well, that's a good line. Uh, Jimmy Fallon's. Um, well. And then, and then the, uh, the next day, the, the Blue Jays and uh, Anthopolis. Parted ways. Right, Come on. Right. We all know. We all know the writing was on the wall all season. Yeah. Well, once they brought in Shapiro, yeah. Mark Shapiro, you knew it was over for AA, no matter how well they did. Clearly, because they made it to the almost to the World Series, and he's still... People were in mourning, and he gets named Executive of the Year. That's same the day. best part. Same day, Sporting News Executive of the Year. Uh, now, they said, well, you know, people have been like... And by the way, the only people... To, you know, I love this. The only two people I've ever seen say that Rodgers shouldn't be criticized for this move, work for Rodgers. Two people I know who work for Rodgers. But their their argument is, well, he got offered a contract extension. Yeah, but what? To work under a guy who's going to have final say in all baseball exactly. decisions? It makes zero sense. Like, come yeah. on. Get, He's obviously going to find a job elsewhere. He didn't want to be handcuffed. Yeah, exactly. Like, you have been here at Fox until that night when you got a chance <laughs> to unleash... Hi on the world. Hi. Uh, okay, so we got to set this up with George. So George Peros is here. Um, you and I are going to do Movember. This is our last Movember for a while. We've decided to to go all out for this final Movember. George Peros is coming in. George Peros, come on in, my friend. Now, where is, is George? Because George is going to get shaved. Should we have George sit here? He can sit here. Yeah? Is Derek yeah, going to come right in there, here? Yeah, sit right there, and then Derek will come okay. on. Uh, when it's time come to do in, the George. D, Derek will come on in. Okay, yeah, sounds on. good. Yeah, let's talk to George. Yeah, we're going to have a little Tell chat here first. Hi. You brought us uh, some violent gentleman gear. I love this, by the way. Look Actually, at this. That's, that's, that's a little bit of both. That's that's the fur trapper hat. You Canadians must uh This oh, used to wear this dynamite time. right here. Right. Look at Perfect. That. Right? <laughs> Fits right over the head. Perfect. Solid. Actually, I might wear this for every podcast, and then this is a dynamite T-shirt. So by this the way. is uh, this is the new company, Trust and Tradition. 
and uh oh new company yeah it's a new uh, break away from the violent gentleman yeah yeah we're doing this uh, arena sales we're gonna be in arenas uh you know we're growing daily and uh we're in a few arenas with that it's awesome I mean, you guys uh, have a, a loyal fan base yeah yeah violent gentleman has been a very great fan base uh, very good supporters and uh and, and i'm for for my movember campaign this year i'm teaming up with trust and tradition to uh yeah, there seems to be more synergy there with, with that that brand, you know, trust and tradition. The tradition of the mustache, Movember, like the tradition. And we're doing a little bet. Yeah, we Let's, are. So what's our bet? What's the bet, guys? George so, came up with what he wants. I know what I wanted. Let's hear it. So I'm watching the podcast, and I, I'm telling myself uh, this. The Wall of Fame. The yeah. Wall of Fame. Uh, it's great. It, it sets you guys apart. I think it's fantastic. I mean, I like to just kind of scroll through all of them, and I, I then find it. Amazing and hilarious and all the rest of it. So I say that we have a little Movember contest. Okay. We have our team set up on Movember.com. You make your team the Jay and Dan podcast team or whatever you want to call it. Yep. You get people to sign up for your squad. You get people to – you direct people there through yeah, social right. media or whatever, and, uh, and they'll donate to your team. And then uh, whoever raises the most funds at the end of the month, uh, I said I want an 8 by 10 on here of my choosing to be rotated monthly. And it can be final approval by you and, and the staff. But it, and it's you don't want just Canadians; you want anyone, anybody you want. I can. I, I'm going to send you a, a JPEG or whatever, and uh, and be like, "This is this month's photo." <laughs> this and, actually could be amazing. And, uh, <laughs> I, this could be good. And I want a one position. And, okay, uh, you know, so I that's right. Like, that's like Leslie Square. Sarah, Sarah, yeah. Where Michael Sarah is right, Absolutely. right above I'm, you. I'm thinking Leslie. Not that I want to get rid of Leslie by any means or anybody on this board. Truly, really. I mean, no. I mean, it's so many legends. God, Look at Gretzky's say, sweater, is, George. And is that for so the whole sick. year? <laughs> I trust and tradition is going to make this sweater actually. <laughs> yeah, I think for, that would <laughs> December, be a huge seller. For actually, <laughs> if you re- now, do you get the square for the whole year? Yes, for one year. One year. So I get to rotate it monthly. One year. And what we wanted, if we win, you are going to donate a prize package. Once a month to the best email. I love that of the month. I think that's fantastic. And then we can, you guys can share me, share with me your email stories. Perfect. Yes. I love it. I love this, George. Yeah, and this you're is good. You're living in uh, Vegas now. I'm in Vegas. How? Oh, so Toolsy's out in Vegas pretty much every weekend. Sell Toolsy on the concept of uh, moving to Vegas. I don't think there's any sales needed there. I mean, that's, no. Uh, my God, I mean, you're there all the time anyway. But you were talking though. You said. E- so many people go to Vegas, and they all want to meet you if, you if you're friends with them. But you said that can get dangerous because you can't meet every single guest that comes to yeah. town because you end up dead. That's I, true. You know what ends up happening? I've I've noticed over my my year there is that I end up doing a lot more like lunch lunch dates or meets or yeah. whatever. Right. Right. You know, avoid you, dinner. You go to dinner. You go for dinners like on the strip. I mean, you're, you're the nicest restaurants in the world, but you know it's pricey, and then you're spending the casino prices on everything, and then and then you're, you're on the strip at night. Yeah, you're on the strip at night, and then you're clobbered maybe, and it's just uh, it's, it's too much. So when people come to town, I'm like, let's do lunch because I'm not <laughs> I'm not here to blow it out for three days like you are. Right, right. I have to you know wake up with the kids in the morning. And, the last time I was there, I'm like, I'm sitting by the pool. You're like, I've got my kids. I'm like, bring them along. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even begin to describe this text. text He's just looking at like, an ah, empty pool. Pool anyway. Right. That's usually what tools he does. Just stares at the guys cleaning <laughs> yeah. the pools. Is that his bathtub in the <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> in his suite, yeah. in his palatial suite? Um, what about this idea, George? Okay, just throwing this out there. FS1 always looking for new original programming. Uh, it's uh, it's your house in Vegas. Toolsy moves in as your Manny. <laughs> 
I can do I, it. If I get him certified with whatever board certifies <laughs> right. folks. You're not just trusting so him. That blame, he can... So I can blame somebody else. And you've got experience with the reality TV game. Yeah, hey, I mean, we do. My wife, uh, she's she's uh, featured on the Hockey, hockey Wives. Wives. Show, and it's, it's a hit. And uh, I'll tell you this. I think I sent you the, the text my brother Sean sent me. He hates everyone. Oh. But he said... <laughs> Tell George, Sounds like a great his, his wife's his wife's the coolest person on that show. All right, yeah, that's so good. It's, I'll, I'll tell I'll tell Tiffany that <laughs> she's gonna be really impressed. Who loves you? And the second season just began up in Canada, right? Yeah, and is it just, down just, in the states too? No, it's not. They, they they they've been talking for a while about selling it to the states, but uh, I don't there's think so many it's like freaking the channels of down us. here. It's like it's like we're we're trying to get on in Canada. They're trying to get on in the states. Maybe we could have it as a package deal or yeah, something like that. I think so. So I was reading nice. comments. Uh, the last episode, you guys were on the beach or something. They said, "Why does George have his shirt on on the beach? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't want to show off the guns." I'm like, I'm retired now, boys. You know, it's not <laughs> not all as tight as it used to be. What are you talking about? You look <laughs> yeah, fantastic. You look like a million bucks. Look at us. We're yeah. on, the, on the beach all the time. I got I got a hairy back. Oh, how long you've been LA, you, I know. you guys need to be a little more tan. Let's, I know. You're right. Each other here. It's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. No, that's the worst part. I live we'll five blocks up. from the beach, yeah. and like yesterday, my wife and I are walking by the beach. I'm like, why don't we walk down here yeah, ever? This... I don't know what, we're, what our problem is. We need to stay inside. So, George, ho- a good job of that. Yeah. hockey in Vegas, yeah. the NHL, yeah. will it work? I think it works. I think it works, guys. Uh, you know, there's... Vegas is a sports town for sure. I mean, uh, you know, gambling aside or whatever, that they're, they're rabid fans for UNLV. Yeah. They've had mm-hmm. hockey in the area for a long time. It's been minor league or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's a sports town. Every every weekend, uh, NFL's on, uh, baseball, it's going on everywhere. Um, you know, this team, this town, I think, is ready to support a, a team of their own. I think they'd be, uh, you know, rabid fans out there, and I think that they'd uh, do a great job of supporting. I think everyone's worried about, too many people being uh, employed by the casinos and, and not being able to get off their shifts or whatever it is. But um, I'm right. in town and I'm out with the kids uh, at times where games are going on and, and there's families out spending their you know disposable income uh, all over the place, all over the town. And it's a big population. And I think that uh, I think they're ready for a team in that town. And the rink is just off the strip, right? Yeah, it's beautiful. It's uh, you know we I, I moved there in December and there's like an elevator shaft coming out of the ground and that was it. And now they've sealed up the roof and they've. Uh, they're putting in the Glock rooms right now, and wow. uh, it's it's gone up crazy fast. The way I look at it is there is so much entertainment in Vegas. It's just like another piece of entertainment. That If you're going down to Vegas for four days or whatever, it's one other thing you could do. You can get tickets to a hockey Because game. casinos yeah. will buy up, like, the suites, right? And then just give them away to their high rollers. And- yeah. You know, if, I, if I'm an owner, I'm not worried about the, the transient uh Fans coming through, you know, coming from Edmonton or coming down for whatever that's going to be there. I that's think that's good. That's great, but yeah. you're not. You don't want to base your your business on that, right? Right. And I think that they want it, and that was the whole thing. Like Gary Bettman was concerned about, so I think that's why they did the ticket drive, and uh, and I think that they proved that there's plenty of people there. there local people are willing to support that team now. Now you have local support, great. Now all the other stuff is going to come like kind of gravy on top. I think. Now, from a player's perspective. Is it tougher to be a player if you're stationed in Vegas, that's your home team, <laughs> or a visiting player? Because it's a lot of guys, like, you see that on the schedule, you're like, all right, we're going to like Vegas. Like, home ice advantage is going to take a whole new meaning yeah. there, I think. Because teams that come to L.A., you get the visiting teams always have, like, the L.A. hangover or whatever because they go out the night before, or same thing in Vancouver. Do you see that happening in Vegas? Well, you know, I played in Anaheim for a long time, and I was, we were very well aware that, you know, teams like to come out and kind of enjoy the sunshine and whatever else, so... I think you do get teams that kind of uh, 
you know, slack off. I don't know if you'd say slack off, but they come out and they're in a different mind frame. And right. I think you take right. advantage of that sometimes. I think that uh, being in Vegas, you need to choose that team wisely. Know who's on your team, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and I think you, I think you do take advantage of, uh, uh, you know, of being uh, the home team in that situation. And and uh, you know, it'll take uh, probably some extra precaution on on both sides of the field there. But uh, you know, I, I think I'd, I think we'd probably be to the home team's advantage. Have uh, you have you heard any Vegas team names? Oh, that's a good uh-huh. question. Yeah, uh, the 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 owner. Uh, of this team uh bill foley i heard is uh, a west point guy so he wants to uh he's interested in calling the black knights i hear oh that's, that's all right that's, i like knights. that that's but there's decent. there's some cool stuff on online if you go on youtube there's like people that put in proposals that as soon as they mention a team going there like, everyone's like they just wanted to do like you know this is what it should be called and i think i don't know if they ever did an official thing but uh there's some really cool like like minutes long presentations for like what fans thought the team should be right called. there's like some really good ones actually like really professionally done like uh, YouTube clips and there's like the Aces. I think is a pretty cool one. Yeah, that would Las, be good. The Las Vegas Jokers. Hey. How about no. the How about the Posse <laughs> after the old CFL team? That would be good. Whoa. Remember That's deep. W- the IHL, the International Hockey League, used to be in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I remember Radic yeah. Bonk used to play for that team. <laughs> so, so how soon after the NHL franchise is awarded do we get the Bonk statue in front of the arena? <laughs> <laughs> Flowing mullet. <laughs> <laughs> that might be my first square. Right, right, that was yes. amazing. Radic Radic Bonk. Bonk. I haven't heard that. I'll commission an artist to do the Radic Bonk statue. <laughs> that would be incredible. Oh, wow. Bonk. What a character. Do you wa- are you watching a lot of hockey? Like, now you're retired, yeah. do you like to wa- watch it? I do. I yeah. do. I watch, I watch for uh, uh, a lot of different reasons. I like to stay in the sport and know what's going on and yeah. try and transition into something. So. Uh, I've been paying attention, and uh, it's always fun. To when you say transition into something, would you like to get into yeah. broadcasting or coaching or uh, uh, podcasting? Is what I'd like to <laughs> Fox. It's where all the money is. It's where all the money is. Then you don't have to prepare at all. Board of my own. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just uh, all Princeton grads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a much smaller wall in the hockey world. Much smarter though. Yeah. No, I, uh, uh, I, I definitely like to stay in the sport in some capacity. I'm trying to figure it out now. I'm, find my footing so that's very cool why did you choose vegas to to go and live um we chose vegas honestly uh uh to avoid uncle sam a little bit <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. They, they kill you out here in california so they do so, oh you know God. i didn't we were in a transitional period you know i just retired and i didn't know what i was gonna be doing or where i was gonna be doing it and we were kind of renting uh because i'd been on the move uh to montreal and florida in the latter part of the, my career so we were just renting anyway and then uh, we didn't know what i was gonna be doing for work and uh it seemed like a place to go and lay low until I figured things out, and then uh, they announced the team there, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully things happen there and creates creates a market. Do you, your does your family like it? Like, yeah, do you, yeah. yeah, we do. Yeah, kids know, like no, it. No stuff. ocean, but other than that, there's yeah. lots of beach. Yeah, that's true. And you're <laughs> close to here. There's lots of beach. It's yeah. a good line. Plus, plus, you can always uh, head back with Toolsy every weekend here. Oh, if Toolsy, you want Toolsy yeah. comes to see me now. <laughs> and just hanging at the pool, George. <laughs> Sorry. Come on just by. Give, just give Toolsy a key. Uh, I say we break out the razor. Now. Oh, wait, okay. wait, wait. Oh, so, oh, before we do that. Oh, we, oh we're doing rapid fire. Yeah, we we got some good out, ones. We sent Ooh. out some questions to the uh, podcast listeners for you. All right. So I uh, think this is the largest response we've ever got. Really? Oh, well, he's a nice. popular guy. Yeah. He's one yeah. of rapid fire. That's We spent all the money on that stuff. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that was everything. <laughs> we spent it all on that. Fire away, Mike. All right. First one from Stuart McGinn. Most memorable fight in the NHL. Most memorable fight in the NHL. Uh, a couple, I think that you know the Riley Cote one comes to mind. It was 
certainly most dramatic for me. But and then the first one against John Erskine. Oh, hard John to, Erskine. Hard to forget. Hard to forget your first one too. Yeah. yeah. And and like weird question. You know, there's the guys that everyone thought as of as the heavyweights and then there was sort of maybe the middleweight guys the guys you had to fight guys who ne- didn't necessarily always drop the gloves were those mm-hmm. guys sort of because you have the other guys well, figured out a little bit i right? didn't have john figured out and i didn't know what i was getting <laughs> into and he's uh you know he's kind of like that uh, farmer tough like dad strength type of <laughs> right, guy and, right. and i was i was into one there i didn't i didn't realize what i got into that guy throws so hard <laughs> so, and i found out the the hard way unfortunately in some of those fights you must square off with the guy and then he starts grabbing your jersey and you're like this guy's strong yeah, yeah. yeah he was like hidden guys. strength yeah yeah he was he was definitely one of those guys that you know you, you watch on like hockeyfights.com i would you know scout guys that might be coming up just so i would be informed not that i was gonna fight them but yeah it'd be nice to know what their tendencies are or whatever but erskine never fought a ton but he certainly fought and uh you know he probably didn't fight a ton because nobody wanted to fight him probably was there anyone else who who else out out there kind of stands out in that vein you know a guy who didn't fight as much but when he did was like what the um didn't fight as much. See, I, my career, I always fought the guys that fought a lot because I, right. I wasn't the guy that went around looking for like trouble. Like Chara but, would stand at my mind. Yeah, that guy. I always, I always tried to ask. Chara, I always asked Chara to fight like almost every game. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he grabs a guy with one hand and just not because like, I wanted to fight him because I, I certainly didn't want to. But uh, you know, I thought it'd be interesting fighting a guy that huge. Yeah, yeah. And then also, it'd be a great benefit for our team to get him in the box. <laughs> well, uh, and the other thing with Chara yeah. that people forget is he didn't come like from Europe straight to the NHL. He went to Prince George, BC, fought in the WHL. So he was, he didn't, he kind of figured it out, right? Like he probably figured out how to fight up there. Yeah. Like I said, I wasn't, I didn't really want to fight him, but I also (laughs) also knew he probably was going to, he was going to say no. Right. Like 99% of the time. So I was pretty safe in in that regard. All right. Let's keep the Next one's from Peter McIntyre. Who was the most demanding coach you played for? Most demanding coach that, you know, Randy Carlisle was certainly demanding. Uh, you know, of your time, attention, uh, uh, everything, all included. He was, he was a good coach, but uh, you know, certainly demanding. Like when you say demanding, at, looking back on it now, do you have more hindsight about it playing for a guy like Carlisle, or like at the time, you're like this guy? Like, well, you know, practices were so tough. Like, yeah, you know, he, he he skated us in the ground for sure a lot of times, uh, and practices were long and things like that. But and I hated that, of course. You know, no one really likes it. But at the at the same time, you go to different teams. Uh, I had different coaches where it was a little bit easier going to the rink and everything like that, which is great. And your energy's good and positive vibes and all that. But then maybe uh, the team's not clicking the way they should. And right. And kind of realize, uh, maybe there's something there. <laughs> there's been all sorts of talk about him with the Ducks struggling about him maybe making a second <laughs> stint with the Ducks. Yeah. Do you do you like that idea? Or? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, that's uh. That's a good question, I suppose. It's like we- <laughs> it's weird when coaches return. I I f- yeah, just find you know, that strange. There's you know there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of expectation on any coach that takes that job because that team is so talented. Yeah, and uh, I don't blame all everything on Brucey. I don't know who you blame it on, if anybody at all. It's just that that team definitely should be winning though. Like yeah. there's too much talent in that locker room, and uh, you know and sometimes everyone just needs a change. Sometimes and whether or not it's a coach's fault or not, I think you know I think Bruce is a great coach. He's one of those guys that. When he came to the Ducks, and I, I had him in the minors, and I had two of my best years of hockey playing for him in the minors. But, uh, you know, he came to the Ducks, and we were already in 29th place come December. It's kind of what they're almost going through now pretty soon if you extrapolate it to yeah. December. Yeah. And uh, he came in, and he had a he had a plan as to how they were going to end up, like, not even only in playoffs, but, like, third in the league. Like, here's what's going to happen, guys. And he plotted it out, like, when he first got there, he was like, and I knew it was coming because he was always so positive and, and 
and it's like really like we're like we're on suicide watch like, like the last two places in the league and he's telling us how we're gonna be like this is this is how we're gonna get there and that's what happens and, and it kind of gets contagious so it's, it's just like, like a fresh voice right yeah so every 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 team you know feeds off uh certain uh coaches and, and you know i think it's uh you know i don't know what's going on in that locker room lately but uh they definitely need to be winning. I don't, don't know, know if you follow Mike Commodore on Twitter, but his uh, suggestion, <laughs> his suggestion for the Ducks was they oh, need man. to have, they need to to get the the girlfriends and their wives all at home and to get babysitters for the kids and have a rager show up on no sleep the next day for practice. This is uh, yeah, Commodore, Commie Life Coach. I think he's <laughs> yeah, calling that's, it. he's calling it Life Coach. And I think he's uh, I think he's asking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're gonna have 30 teams that are hungover practicing. <laughs> for this. So, uh, you know, sometimes you do things to shake things up, and uh, maybe that's it. But uh, yeah, he's, he's funny. He's been uh, he's been on a tear this year. He so has. Yeah, so he really. He, he's the Babcock a, stuff was crazy. He's oh had a lot gosh. of time on his. Hands. The backstory was uh, he was saying on Twitter how much he despises Mike Babcock. Yeah, yeah. and he, he let the Twitter world know. That was, that was that was a bold move. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It, was, yeah. it is it is weird. I mean, everyone wants a player to be like that, but then at the same time you're sort it's of a, like Yeah, uh, it can be a, a tough look sometimes to, yeah, maybe. Yeah, for the league in general, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh from Jamie McKinnon, have you ever come mustache to mustache with Lanny McDonald? Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. You are now. There he is. Ken Alberta's own. That's gotten pretty close, I gotta say. That's Jonathan Torrens. I don't oh, know. Okay, yeah. So have you Canadian run? Fan? Yeah, Canadian. Uh, uh, have you run into Lanny? Uh, no, I have not. Really? I have not. Sadly, um, I have not. I mean, he's uh, obviously uh, top of the heap icon, yeah. but have not. Just ran into Dave Wansat though. Yeah. yeah. So you, this is cool. You guys are both Penn guys, right? Like your dad knows Dave Wansat. My dad played football uh, in high school and college with my dad. That's crazy yeah. with Wanstead. Yeah. That's crazy. Funny. We were trying to get Wanstead to grow up. Well, he's saying now he's all intimidated by him, and I'm like, yeah, just tell me, tell me, you know, <laughs> my dad knows me. Well, he's yeah. Wanstead. He just looks like, oh my. But he is the nicest guy. He, yeah, he's a nice uh, guy, but he's our, also yeah, a guy that football I panel. feel like he could snap on us yeah. at any second. Well, the football, you know, football. It's different, they're, they're right? crazy, man. They're, yeah, they're, they're militaristic, and and you get and, and Dave is known for I think has that persona to be like intense. And, yeah, so I could see it. Yeah, but uh, for me, it was kind of funny because I knew he was intimidated by something. I knew my dad knew him, so I walked him like, Dave, <laughs> let's shave that mustache. But in reality, Jay and I are scared of everyone. We yeah, that's true. that's true. true. We are there's, frightened of there's everyone. puddles all over behind the desk. <laughs> here. Right. Used to used to be terrified of Hedger for years and years. <laughs> all right, uh, from James McDonald, do you have the mustache insured? Oh yeah, that's, that's a good question. Wow, how about that? Yeah. No, I'm too broke for that. <laughs> uh, Kevin Rate, uh, have you ever fought someone because they talked beastly about your mustache? No, no beastly. No, no. That's 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 not like not good very, trash talk. Yeah, that's, oh, you grow a great mustache. Dude, oh, that's not <laughs> so right. So many guys, so many guys do that too. It's just like when they had nothing else to say, they'd be like, no stash. Who is the best trash talker? <laughs> so depressing. Yeah, that's that a good question. That you ever played with or against? Um. Best trash talker. Uh, like it know. just came to him so quick. And no, I know. Sean Avery had a really quick oh, tongue. Yeah. He was good. Uh, like, did it get to a point with Avery where <laughs> where it was annoying, but at the same time you're like, oh, this guy is kind of making me laugh yeah, a little and, bit. Like, <laughs> well, that's how. That's exactly how. See, Avery, like, he, he pissed me off, and I was his teammate. So. Right. <laughs> but uh, uh, the guy that did that a lot, what you're saying, he he uh, he made fun of me or my teammates or whatever, and it's like you can't laugh, but it's so funny. That Steve Ott. Really? Yeah, he's Steve Oz, really funny like that. He's good. And a good and a tough guy too, yeah. man. Yeah, I know it was funny. He would say some stuff out there and just get you laughing. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. 
this is from Mac. How long did it take you to grow the mustache? Um, the mustache in its current state probably uh, two months, and it's pretty burly. Oh man, that's well, that's worse. two months right there. Yeah. Wow. I shaved it. Well, I shaved it a couple months ago, but and and I'll, I'll, but I trim it in. Uh, this is trimmed and stuff like that. But how does it feel when we're about to take it off? Do you feel naked? I uh, yeah, it's it's. I always joked around. I always joked around. I probably had more fights in November than any other month because, like, everyone wanted to challenge me because they didn't look tough anymore. Right. Like, a, like a fourteen-year-old boy. Looked like a smart guy. Yeah, for just like a, yeah, exactly. So I, uh, I definitely yeah, didn't instill fear in anyone for sure during the month of November. So we are so screwed. Sword. If that <laughs> takes you two months, we're we're going to be putting up a lot of pictures of Radic Bonk on this. Yeah. <laughs> You just go bonk for just the entire every year. month. Okay, here's a different picture of bonk. Maybe it's like, fi- where's Waldo? It's like, where's right, bonk? Right. Everyone has around. to find him in the room. Yeah. It's like bonk uh, and Prague, <laughs> and when he was like uh, 17 at some bar. With I think Yager. we should do it. Okay. Let's do the yeah. deed. Yeah. All oh, right, let's do it. Here, here we go. Here comes Derek. I told him it's Halloween, right? And I told him he, we should put him in an executioner mask. I know. <laughs> now, this is fun. I was just Oh, Leave that mic on, though, so we can hear it. Yeah, we want to hear it. Wow. Derek, throw that on. Derek, thanks for finally coming on the podcast. Yeah, this is cool, Derek. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is all right. Brought in the pro. Derek, I I was telling everybody that that sometimes the other guys who work at the station, like, even when they're not working on a show, they'll come in and get you to, like, fix their hair for the clubs at night and stuff (laughs) like that. Yeah. Tool, has Toolsy ever done that when he's heading out to Vegas? I'm no, I'm at work and I don't even get my hair cut because I'm lazy. <laughs> I just have to sit there and I. I'm... All right, here we go. This is well, this is awesome. Just this is very interactive. You ready for this? All right. <laughs> here we go. Oh, I love it. Look up for me a little bit. I gotta get some photos. That's of the that. music you choose. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> What that is sucks. This? What is this like? Uh, come on, you, you spent all your money on that first. Uh, <laughs> that was a problem with the yeah. stinger. I'm gonna get a selfie while you're shaving Ready? it. Yeah, the yeah. stinger. All right. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> let me get on this. Yeah, one. get in there. <laughs> we might be here a while. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great picture right there. Oh, that's the November folks are gonna be happy with us. I was gonna say the things you do for kids, but this is really for men. So. Yeah, that's right. Men's health. Yeah. <laughs> Men's health. Movember.com, Movember.ca. Uh, were you in with Movember from day one? Yeah. Uh, well, it was... Uh, it's hard to it do was an bound interview, to- right? <laughs> yeah, so you don't want to get hair in your mouth. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually working out pretty good. Thank God we got a professional in yeah. here. Oh, like, yeah, we didn't, it would have been, been really bad. That hair if we had Botticello do this... Like, it would have been a bloodbath. George would have been bleeding oh. all over this table right now. <laughs> That's some good stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. See, it's already looking looking super How trim. Doing, yeah, yeah. Pretty much got it. I was trying to get Dave Lonsat to shave his with me today. Well, I I suggested to Dave that he participate because Dave has a legendary mustache too, and I was mm-hmm. trying to suggest that he join us. And he said something about growing a beard. I don't think Dave really got it, George. Well, I don't think he really understood what we were saying. No, I know. <laughs> I had a, a couple years ago. I was gonna have Strahan shave his with me and uh, and grow one out, but he, the TV wouldn't let him. So I think the TV guys uh, really allowed oh, yeah. TV. Yeah. yeah, classic TV situation. Uh, you guys know. What's you, your you uh, what's oh, yeah, your good buddy uh, Timu Solani doing these days? 
He's giving advice to everybody. He? <laughs> Is he giving the same advice as Commodore? Sorry. Just... Timu on Twitter. Open a steakhouse in Laguna Beach. He did. That's good sound yeah. effects. Yeah, that's yeah. actually natural. This is... Derek, you got it down, man. Got you got the down. technique. Animal. Thank God we got Derek in here. <laughs> that could have been dangerous. Wow. I just the wall in my own hair here. That is a lot. Now it looks like you got uh, some exposed pubes. Yeah. They're just sitting right in your lap. <laughs> it literally looks like, like a thatch of pubes. <laughs> well, perfect. <laughs> just what we wanted. He's all shaved now. You can so save, if you're watching. You want to yeah, can Halloween we save those? for you too? Maybe you want to. You know, do we want? Here we should. Yeah, costumes. we should. Let's save those. Yeah. Dan's <laughs> reaching into George's crotch now, and there's there it is. And acquiring the pubes. Wow, look at that! Really get myself we could probably it. sell those those whiskers is, yeah, on eBay go. for a pretty penny. Auction them off for your. Uh, yeah, for we your, need your all November the help. We can. Boy, raise we, some funds. We need all the help we can. get. I usually do like a bunch of you know, t-shirt giveaways and things like that to raise funds, so you guys could you know. Okay, so where do people have to go to to donate money? Um, Movember.com. US, I think it's us.movember.com. And then they just search for your so name? They'll search for my name or your name, hopefully, yep. hopefully my name. But whatever you guys need, we'll set up. We need to you. see, George, one thing I think the Movember people in Canada set us up as a separate, but we should do it as a podcast thing, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys, you want to yeah. join forces. Because I don't well. think, even if we join forces, we're still going to pale in comparison. So we'll put it out on Twitter. Well, okay. I don't have the backing of a team anymore, so I'm kind of, I'm on an island right now. But. Right. But it's a pretty impressive island. Yeah, well, it's, you know. You and Wanstad. <laughs> Darren, how many uh, mustaches of that uh, bushiness have you Magnitude? shaved? Mm, measurements. Like that, that must be a rarity. You don't. Not every day someone comes in and says, "Shave my mustache right off." No, like that. You can feel good about that. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, it's a nice fade or cutting my hair or or trimming Dan's right down to the wood. Just staring at <laughs> Just this put hair. Your coffee. I don't need to look at it anymore. Jesus. Yeah, I want to. We're gonna keep it right there. Keep it right for there. the re- for all of November. That's there's important. There's no gray. It's my wife's yeah. favorite time of the year too, because now I don't have the mustache. And uh, yeah, no yeah. gray in that stash. Thank you. See, that's the thing. My, um, my there's wife... a strand or two. A strand okay, let's, let's go look. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Jules, so you, you do it. You let us know <laughs> how that goes. You let us know how that goes. Derek, thank you very much, you. my friend. You, this is awesome. Appreciate what a Derek. guy. What a character. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> um, you have a stash gear apparel line that benefits no. Garth Brooks. Teammates for Kids Foundation. What, is that like Wikipedia 2007? Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I ne- never heard you mention that. That's, is that still going I on? Did, that was actually my first... Uh, First endeavor into the into the retail world when I was playing the Anaheim my first second year at I uh, decided to have some fun and make some T-shirts and sell them and give the money to charity or whatever which is what I did. Nick is Garth's very much involved with the yeah, NHLPA. Yeah, he is. He's great. Um, Garth Brooks Teammates for Kids Foundation. So we did that for a while and it was all good. But then um, uh, I got traded and uh, or I didn't I, I left Anaheim and it didn't make sense anymore. I wasn't in the area. And it was too much to do on my own. I had a guy that was helping me out, like running around for me, and uh, and I couldn't really keep it up all by myself during the season. So, do you? You're you're good at this. Like you could be a broadcaster. Would you ever want to do that? Would you want to be a full time broadcaster? Um, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> if we can do it, anyone can hey, do it. That's true. I mean, uh, think about that. You guys, are, you guys have something special here. Do you want to? Well, it's a nice blend of. Uh, <laughs> Amateurism and Canadian lack of DNA preparedness. And yerba, yerba mate. <laughs> yeah, we do like this stuff too. You want to stick around while we uh, touch our bags? 
Yeah, let's do that. I had a dollar for every time I was last second. <laughs> this is where we reach into the mailbag. Uh. It's time to touch their bag. The Jay and Dan mailbag. This one from uh, Kirk Narotsky, subject American fan. Jay and Dan, I'm a huge fan from the States, currently an Ohio resident, so technically pretty close to being in Canada, eh? Started hearing about your work shortly before the transition to FS1 and watched ever since. Love Fox Sports Live, and I'm an avid YouTube viewer of the pod. Right now, I'm slowly working my way through the local TV grind, and you're both great examples of how to make a sports show. Informative and fun. Keep up the great work. Well, Thanks, we'll Kirk. Take we'll take it. We'll take it. You got... Did, you, did Mike write that for you? Yes, he did. Kurt, good friend of mine. Mike can't. We just needed a good old rub pad on the back today, huh? George, Mike can't type that many words. Take me two weeks. That would not work out for him. We are finding, though, that, that we're getting more feedback from American listeners, so that's a, a great thing. We do appreciate that. I feel that. like you guys are uh, Stuart Smiley and Daily Affirmations here. There's really that's no right. mail. It's just you guys telling each other. Just constantly yeah, reminding ourselves that everything's yeah. going to work out for us down here. We're going to be okay. <laughs> Oh, I see things aren't going well in L.A. for you. Uh, okay, here's one. Phil Mianis. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Mianis. Oh, no. So Phil Mianis says, uh, hey, boys, just wanted to drop you guys a line and say that you've been a godsend to me since my butt darting incident in May of this year. What? Since it's necessary to grab a hold and squat for an hour every bowel movement, listening to the pods has given me something to do other than reading the instructions for my dandruff shampoo. Keep up the good work with the podcast and the show. You're much better than the creepy bald-headed guy with the glasses on ESPN. I don't know who that is. That, that guy needs a bit more fiber in the diet. You should <laughs> not be. no filter for, for your Little sketch. Either. You shouldn't be on the toilet for an hour every time. I mean, maybe once every, well, for me, it's pretty much every time. This one from Mike Lavens, subject baby gang shower. <laughs> hey, fellas, just want to share a funny story, but the pod mirroring reality, I was recently bathing my son, who was born a week after Jay's young one, and when I was holding the boy about to hand him off to his mom, I felt a warm sensation. I soon realized that it was a Joel Klatt situation when I looked, uh, when I locked eyes with the boy, he began to laugh. <laughs> While the laugh was more of a giggle, all I could hear was Joel's giant Dominican version. <laughs> These kids have problems, folks. So this baby peed on him? Yeah. It happens a lot, though. These kids have problems, folks. How about this one? William Roy, or it could be Wah. Hey guys, just saw the video of FS Live YouTube page about Lisa Ann, the adult film star, George, in case you didn't know. Mm. Now that she's one of out of Jay's favorite business and into fantasy sports, wouldn't she be a great guest for a show? Good news. She's going to be on the show. When is she going to be on the show, Mike? Uh, it depends on your schedule, but I think it's the week, or tape it next week, it would be on two pods from now. There you go. Two pods. Something to look now. forward. Two, two, two pods. pods. <laughs> two pods later. Two sleeps. From George, now. you can come back for that one. My <laughs> erections have returned. <laughs> Fred Reyes, quick poop story. Love the pod. Loved your book, Jay. Can't wait for the second one. I hope you read this on the pod. Since you're both dads, and I've recently become a dad, recent as in almost two years now, I've got a quick poop story. I was giving my son a bath and all was well, but the thing you need to know was he was just getting over the flu, cold, or whatever. Right before we finished, he took a pretty decent-sized dump in the tub. I simbed him. We're like in The Lion King when... 
Rafiki lifted Simbo over Pride Rock and yelled for my wife to hurry upstairs to get to him as I had nowhere to put him. I was planning on cleaning the tub that night. Harris and my son ensured I did. Take care, you guys. That's slippery, you know, the kid's in the tub. Yeah. yeah. You got some slippery pits there. Exactly. <laughs> that <could> be dangerous. <laughs> that is dangerous. Yeah. And then he's yeah, everywhere. That's, uh, you that's watch a out for the hut. Speaking of my book, I just happen to have a copy here from hey, George. Huh? There hey, it is. Hey, just hey, came right. out this week. Just came out this week. Something to read on the beast. way back. Oh, yeah. look at that. Maybe, right? maybe I'll do that for my first. See, that would be a good mm. one. I'll help you out. Yeah, I'd, re- I'd appreciate that. God, I wish that's I still had that salad, too. That's beautiful. Now, are we having Jeremy Taggart on, or have we run out of time? I think we'll have him on for like five minutes. All right. Yeah, because we have to stand by on set now. Uh, we always used to not get angry at our producers, but we questioned. They said, okay, guys, just in case a live feed goes down, we need you in the building before the game starts. Now, for from now until eternity, yeah. we have to be because of what happened. Yeah. In I that game saw George Dan, I played uh, him the Jimmy Fallon close. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So That's good fun. thing Dan was ready to go. Yeah. I mean, I'm not kidding you. Literally 10 minutes before that, we were in a prop room taping something with Paul Heyman from the WWE. Like, we could have easily been in there yeah. doing he just, that. He just tweeted at you guys and said he's here looking for you. Heyman is? Yeah. Yeah, why, because... Hey, why is Heyman here every day? No, know. they're building it up so it goes into tonight's segment. Oh, the Jay I and Dan. Oh, that's I was saying my buddy Eric Karros didn't really help him out at all either. No, yeah, no, he didn't. He just stood there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Buddies with EK. Yeah. Karros is Greeks. a good guy. We're Greek. We're yeah, stick together. Got to right? stick together. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> a feta stow, as they say. <laughs> that's go. all I've got. That's good. Uh, Taggart, you on the line? Jeremy? Hey, boys. Hey, we're here with our friend George Peros. We, uh, our friend Derek just shaved his mustache for Movember. Oh, wow. Fantastic. How's it going, George? Very good. Thank you. A little chilly in here. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, Jeremy, are you growing a mustache? Uh, I don't know, boys. Uh, you know, it's just uh, I, 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 when I go down to the, to the wood, I, 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 I do it, and then I, I just I, I, don't, I didn't seem everybody's so into it. I'm not hearing a good excuse here. I'm not hearing a good excuse. No, you're doing it. What? Uh, you're you doing have it. to do it. I'm doing it. You have yep. to. You have to. Do uh, I've it. done it. I've done it three years. So you know, I was just kind of mulling over either or. Oh, uh, come on! This can is I our last year. Can I join your team, boys? Yes, yes you you're can. on because we got a podcast team. Okay, perfect. By, by the way, Jeremy, uh, George just brought up uh, your good friend Sean Avery's name. Said he was one of the best trash talkers out there. Uh, oh yeah. Jeremy and Sean lived in a house in Manhattan Beach for a for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. That probably. Well, yeah, the, the, pretty uh, tame. The King days, nights yeah. There. Good yeah. time. He was uh, he was quick witted. I don't like to throw too many compliments his way, but he was quick witted. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. <laughs> and, that, and that's pretty much the normal reaction. It's like, yeah, yeah he could chirp. Yep. Uh, <laughs> try being yeah, his roommate, that. man. Yeah. Morning. Get out of bed, you Just pig. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, Taggart, how are you? How are you doing? A week later now, uh, the Jays got. Uh, Got booted out of the playoffs, and we didn't really get a chance to talk about it. But more than that, uh, Alex Anthopoulos unceremoniously, well, I mean, they say they offered him a contract extension, but it seemed like a hollow promise without a lot of... uh, It's just, uh, it's been a rough week, I gotta say. I mean, it was a pretty empty feeling. Uh, The fact that Kansas City's kind of making work of the Mets, you know, that that's kind of annoying, because we really kind of had them against the ropes a little bit here. And uh, I, I think when you see... The, the bigger picture now that Alex Anthopoulos is gone, it's just like, well, what's going to happen? Because there's still a lot of work to be done with Price and the, the pitching rotation being kind of without, you know, Burley and Dickey getting older. It's just, it, there's a lot of work needs to be done. And it, it seems like apparently uh, when, when Shapiro came in, he kind of uh, took wit to 
the trades that they the, they they the players they gave up kind of made fun of that. Yeah, the young players and prospects. He yeah, felt he'd so, given I mean, up too it, much. So it kind of started weird, yeah. and I think it's more of a control issue. And the respect that Paul Beeston kind of wasn't getting is just kind of, I think that has a lot to do with it too. The the, the Rodgers, their relationship with them, it wasn't, wasn't good. And uh, I don't know, it just kind of smells a little corporate, and I don't know what's going to happen. It's kind of creepy. George, are you a baseball fan? Um, not really. No? Not really. I pay attention in the... In the postseason, if everybody, that's it. everybody that's playing, I'll pay it, it, you, you just watch to see if Toolsy will pop up on the screen at some <laughs> Pretty point. Much. <laughs> Pretty much. But wouldn't uh, it be great if the Expos came back and then Anthopolis would have a Oh, that would be home. cool. Yeah, well, just in general, that'd be great if the Expos came back. I don't think he's going to be out of a job for long. No, no. Yeah, but the thing, he gets executive of the year and then he's fired. <laughs> the day he's fired. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Unbelievable. How's it going down there, boys? Wow, it's fantastic. It, it remains beautiful. The weather's great. I was we were up there on Monday, but we didn't get a chance to hang out, unfortunately. But yeah, it's okay. It was, With it's the getting books a little... out. You're running around. I saw you all over the TV doing oh, the press. I was on the Canadian version of the View and the Canadian version of Larry King Live. Oh, and then I met Larry King. That was interesting. Yeah, that was crazy. So what yeah, was that like? I walked yeah. into Canada AM, the Canadian version of the mm-hmm. Today Show, yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and I walk into the green room and Larry's sitting there on the couch and i'm like larry what what first of all why are you up this early like you're 85 years old he's like i'm speaking to the cardiac doctors of toronto i'm like and how is that why are you promoting that on a national morning show yeah. but we were talking dodgers and then he had like uh, a dude with him like his agent and then he had like two publicists women i don't know maybe 35 or whatever two women and he's blatantly hitting on these two women in front of all of us the entire time we're in the green room. No he's way. 85. He's like, what's your sign? I'm oh, the cancer. No. And I'm like, Larry, this is why wow. you've been married nine times. Jesus, like, maybe yeah. keep it quiet. Hey, he's now Larry. you know what makes Larry go. That's what he wants. Yeah, I mean, Keeps he's Larry King. Keeps yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's he's right. like the old, uh, the old dad in the ho- hospital pinching the nurse's butts. That's it. That's it. He's hey, getting... Jeremy, um, what's the big costume up in Canada? Down here, it's Donald Trump. Is it Justin Trudeau up in Canada? Uh, uh, no, you see a lot of the uh, the memes I've been seeing, like uh, what, like uh, and oh, the, a lot the of minions? the Breaking Bad still. Oh, oh people okay. love the Breaking Bad look. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I thought maybe my, it'd kids, be... my kids are a, p- a piece of pizza, an alien <laughs> hot dog, and my daughter's a, a bee. Like what about your kids, alien George? Hot dog. That's great. Yeah, uh, what the hell's an alien hot dog? Yeah, it's like it's a zombie hot dog. That's oh, great. Zombie. That's a twisted idea. That's like a hot Where dog. Where is the banana hot dog? That's like Esatikin. <laughs> that was Esatikin, by the way. That's like Esatikin's hot dog. That's an <laughs> alien <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> you know what would be a good costume is Frank D'Angelo. Just for, oh, no. Right? <laughs> Frank D'Angelo. <laughs> Just dressed oh as God. a sweaty restaurateur <laughs> slash filmmaker slash... Big band slash leader, slash, that's the best. The yeah. movies and like, uh, like put making people go into the theater watching it and then taking a picture of it. <laughs> hey, Jeremy, since Justin Trudeau's in power, I take it you can buy marijuana now at every convenience store, <laughs> right but at the depot. Yeah, at the it should be out yeah, at the cruise store. I saw the cost, like, apparently, it's going to be like $500 an ounce. No, that's not right, like, ridiculous. What? Yeah. yeah. Trudeau just going to tax the shit out of that stuff. <laughs> totally. So, like, it's great and all, but, like, it's, uh, you know, 
The 1% can be rolling their Martha Stewart slip. <laughs> Whatever takes attention away from Rob Ford. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we got to run. We got to get yeah. up. We got to get to this set because uh, Toolsy may be called to set any second now. <laughs> no need problem. Him. Yeah. They need him in the pinch. He's, right. in, like, He's a pressure performer, as we've seen. The World Series. <laughs> you, so you saw him, Jeremy? You saw him on, uh, on I TV? I saw the clips. Yeah, somebody posted the clip of, of Toolsy when it threw to him, and it was just classic because you could tell someone was talking. Talking to him, and he was like, "Really, what am I supposed to do?" And yeah. if if it wasn't for the million times he's done it for real, that straight, like, ah, oh, where are we going here, face? It made it work out somehow. It yeah. almost yeah. saved it. And That's I got true. to throw a hi in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boys, short and sweet. Have a good one. Yeah, see you, Taggart. That is Canadian bye. rock legend Jeremy Taggart. Uh, George, we thank you for yeah. sitting in on the Thanks podcast. Thanks for coming down, uh, you're, looking, uh, you're looking good. Oh, yeah. no, not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fool some people on Halloween. It, here, it, it works for you, I think. All right. It works for you. All right, so that. so the bet is on yeah. as of Sunday. Here we go. Let's do it. signed up. I love it. And then the... Yeah, so we wait till then. I'll help you guys get signed up, but you probably don't want to push too many buttons on the computer, I bet. Yeah, I, we I are don't not. know how. I don't even know what a computer yeah, is, yeah, George. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how to, like, remind folks in November. If someone said, Photoshop this picture... What's a web page? Where the hell you would start doing that? We'll get you signed up, and then we'll get uh, a, a tag for the website, and you just push people there through your social Perfect. Media. Perfect. Perfect. No wonder you guys are always so busy on the computer. I, I, I assume you guys are all in on <laughs> Definitely. this, Definitely. Yeah. Patrick, okay. Mike, everyone's in on it. Mark, you're in on it, too. Ben. Perfect. Ben, have you ever grown a mustache? No. Okay. <laughs> Great. Great. First time ben, for everything. Ben, stop there participating then. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, the World Series is going to be over by the time uh, the next podcast airs, so we're back to the usual like They won't be so rushed, uh, so that's something to look forward to. Yeah, and we'll get them out on Thursday uh, like usual. So, uh, but, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. So long, my time here is up. Elvis has just left the building. They're going home.